Chris, how are you doing today? Good, Tom. Good to be with you. Yeah, good to have you here. And uh, we're, uh, I don't know if you caught, we have our face masks and uh, <laughs> uh, everybody's doing whatever we can to uh, comply with all these uh, changing regulations. But I know uh, your organization is very involved in uh, making sure that Christian voices are represented in uh, politics uh, today. And so what do you have uh, to share with us about uh, what Christians need to know about what's going on, what, what we should be uh, praying about? That's right. And so, um, you know, obviously we're into like week eight of the COVID-19 shutdown, although many states are starting to open up. And so it's a little bit of confusion right now is uh, sometimes uh, right now you see people wearing masks that haven't worn them in the last seven weeks and some people taking them off. So it's a little bit confusing right now, I think, for everybody. But... The good news is we're getting through this. You know, our governor here in our home state of Ohio, Governor DeWine has said that we're in this together, we'll get through this together. And we've been praying for our governor, we've been praying for the states and of course our president uh, at this time. And of course this week is the National Day of Prayer and on Thursday, May 7th, and we're encouraging people to fast and pray on that day for our nation, and we are in a, a, a quandary right now. You know, a few weeks ago when we entered into this, our home church, the pastor was uh, preaching from the Minor Prophets, and uh, one of the bullet points that he up on the screen was, when God intervenes in the affairs of men. Think about that for a minute. That's what's going on right now. When have we seen in our lifetime where sporting events, concert events, restaurants, bars, uh, you know, all kinds of retail centers closed down. Uh, you know, I was reading in the scriptures from um, the portion of scripture of the year of Jubilee from Leviticus. And Leviticus 25.10 says, proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all the inhabitants thereof. And of course, yesterday was open, reopened Church Sunday. Uh, Matt Staver of Liberty Council, who we work with, he's a legal advocacy organization for First Amendment issues. When uh, churches run into issues with local municipalities who try to put restrictions on the free exercise of religion, Matt Staver and his group go in and they advocate for the church. And they've been doing that as we've seen a, a pastor in Orlando, Florida, who was arrested by a county sheriff only to have him uh, reverse his actions as the governor said, no, that's not what we intended. Then we see in Kentucky where, of course, the governor overreached there, where they were tracking people going to drive-in services. Uh, they were staying in their car. They were uh, practicing social distancing. They were doing the drive-in service. The governor says, oh, no, we're not going to have that here. And he had state police tracking them, taking down their license plate numbers, then citing them for 14-day quarantine. And then Matt Staver and his group had to join in there. Thankfully, in Ohio, we've not had that. Our governor has had a working relationship with the church. In fact, he encouraged drive-in services. In fact, he didn't order the church at all. He gave strong guidance for social distancing practicing over the last seven, eight weeks here in Ohio, and churches uh, were honoring that. And so actually we had one church in Columbus that uh, he hearkened back to the days when he saw Robert Schuler when he was a kid uh, on TV with the drive-in services from Southern California. And he says, you know what? I'm going to do that for our church. And it caught on fire. It was uh, a Genoa Baptist Church, and they've actually been featured internationally on that. And so that caught fire. And a lot of churches are doing a drive-in style service service and it's working out wonderfully. So we're kind of slow walking this back. Uh, yesterday was reopened Church Sunday. We're not saying pack the sanctuary. Uh, 
what we are saying is it's time for to recongregate, and uh, you'll do that uh, little by little. Maybe some of the older folks need to stay at home still. Uh, those most vulnerable among us probably need to continue social distancing and be careful. But some of the younger folks who are not affected by COVID-19, like the older age bracket is, they can start to meet in small groups and all that. That's what's happening here in Ohio, in other states, I think, as well. But this is a time for us to pray. And I want to share this verse of scripture from Second Chronicles. Now we think of that, okay, it's a day of prayer. Here we go, Second Chronicles 714. But here's what stood out to me this time, verses 12 and 13. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. And then it says in verse 15, Now my eyes shall be open, and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Well, you know, Tom, as we consider this time, and I know that many have been praying and, and really seeking the Lord, this may not be a time of an awakening. It may not even be a time of revival. But I was thinking it might be a time of consideration for each individual to ask some very basic questions. Where am I with the Lord? Where am I in my personal faith? Where am I with God? And so I ask you today, uh, folks, turn to Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 because there's a great verse of scripture there where God is saying I want to reason with you come now and let us reason together saith the Lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be white as snow though they be red like crimson they shall be as wool and the Lord wants to wash away those things in our lives that do not please him and I ask you today is what you're doing pleasing God and you have to ask that uh, answer that question yourself. You have to ask where you're at with the Lord, and this is a time to return unto Him. He will have mercy on you. He will have compassion on you, and that's when God is going to begin to move. In, in fact, in His church, God will begin in His church. And you know, this last uh, week was the 40th anniversary since Washington for Jesus. I remember how that impacted my life. It was a time in 1980 when our our nation was at a crossroads, and there was a great gathering of people in uh, the nation's capital, over a half a million people gathered from all across the nation. There was a unity in the spirit of Christ, uh, of the body of Christ in that holy assembly. And it was a day of prayer and fasting. They didn't have vendors. They didn't have concessionaires all day long. In fact, I even joke with a friend of mine. I met him 40 years ago on that day. He's walking around trying to give everybody Fig Newtons and nobody would take his Fig Newtons <laughs> because they're all fasting and praying. But God heard us that day and things really turned around in our country. Well, we're at another crossroads again. The Bible talks about those 40 years of increments of a generation. Well, Tom, now we're at a place of a crossroads in our nation and actually even globally where God is interfering in the affairs of men. And it's time for us as his people to reconsider where are we standing with God? Where are we with Christ? And that's where we need to begin to really Come back to him, lay all things bare, get rid of those things in your life that you know that are offending God, those things that you're hanging on to, those pet sins 
that you hang on to. You say, well, well, I can be a Christian and yet I can do this. Well, ask yourself a question. What's really keeping you from pressing in to be an intimate follower of Jesus, like James, John, and Peter? You know, there were the inner three that were close to him. And so that's what I ask of you today. I ask you to consider and reconsider where are you with the Lord Jesus Christ?